Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Thank you for having me, Tim. Uh, yeah, last week, uh, and you marked the occasion one day last week, uh, setting the first steel, uh, steel column for the new tower there, a construction milestone at Piedmont Athens Regional. Tell us about it. Yeah, it was an exciting milestone for us. Uh, this is a project that we started off back in October 20, uh, 2018. It's a $171 million uh, renovation expansion project, and there was two phases to it. The first phase we we completed was um, – called an enabling project allowed us to relocate the beds in the tower that we were tearing down and that is completed uh over the past few months we demolished original 1919 building which is over 100 years old and was time for upgrades and this week uh, after the demolition of that we we uh last week we laid the first steel column um, that will uh, that will begin the structure of the new tower that will be going up on Prince Avenue. Oh, I always like to put things in a, in a frame of reference that I can understand, uh, and I think we've had this conversation before. I had the occasion, it was April of 2017, to spend one night in your facility, and one night only, and I was fine. There were no significant issues, thankfully, but I, I, I was compelled to spend a night there in what was then a newer portion of the hospital. I mean, it was so new. I mean, the paint wasn't even on the walls, and inside some cases in some places the work was still going on uh if i were to go back now what would i notice by way of a difference well it, that that is exactly what we're trying to get is new new refreshed room patient rooms for all of our patients um we would uh, those rooms are still there and what we hope uh, come um, in spring of 2022 all of our patient rooms will be new and uh re- refreshed like what you experienced that the, the night you stayed with us and you mentioned, too, uh, that, or we should mention here, that a lot of contributions that went into this, some bigger than others. Uh, what's this I'm looking at from Julie and Michael Jenkins? Yeah, we, we have uh, some wonderful donors that have helped us, uh, you know, provide some of the extras that were, uh, could not be included in the project. So Julie and Michael Jenkins uh, gave us a, a, a wonderful gift in memory of uh, Julie Jenkins' parents, Henry and Juliet Massey. Um, the Jenkins donation for the new the, the new Towers Plaza and drive up and drop off area will be named the uh, Massive Plaza. Um, we also had another. Uh, they were able to join us for the first still uh, setting as well as Minister Shaw, who's with the Athens Radiology Associates. They also um, made a large donation uh, to name the Patient Towers New Cafe. Uh, Michael Burnett with the CEO Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. The timeline moving forward now. You're hoping for completion on all this when? We hope uh, completion in, um, in the spring of 2022 is when we hope to uh, open up in there. We will, uh, this next spring, and uh, we hope to have the top and out party for the still. Um, it's going to be an exciting time, I think, for employees in the community to see the still going up over the next few months because it'll really see, be able to see how the landscape there on Princeton Avenue is going to change with this new tower coming in. Any, any challenges uh, with the coronavirus pandemic in terms of construction or, as we may be seeing in other places, did, did some of the slowdowns in other parts of our lives actually assist and, and maybe speed up the construction process here? What, what impact has COVID had on the work itself? We have we have not seen a huge impact for, uh, for COVID. One of the biggest concerns we had early on with this hit was, uh, you know, the materials that we were, were using for the building. Fortunately, we were able to secure the pricing and the and the, and the fabrication of, of the steel, as an example, back uh, last summer. So, 
it was already in the works, and so it was uh, all of our construction materials were already in purchased and in route. So we haven't seen the delay that we would have uh, seen if we probably had ordered those, you know, over the past few months. Um, we are watching, you know, for more equipment and other type things that might be delayed. But as of today, we have not had any delays uh, with that. Um, as far as any benefit, um, and really haven't, you know, it. We're fortunate that the construction workers were uh, essential workers and were allowed to stay on site. Uh, they were able to do that. One of the things that probably was good was we, when we, the demolition of the original building, we had to remove a lot of uh, debris, a lot of dump trucks coming out. Um, and you hate to say this, but with, with uh, the schools and all the traffic being out, there wasn't the impact on traffic that we, we were worried about with those, those trucks coming in and out of our facility. Again, Michael Burnett with the CEO Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Now, I want to focus on one word there, uh, one word in that title, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Uh, we sometimes overlook that word regional. We, we th- we're in Athens. We think Athens. But you folks serve a much larger area surrounding Athens, 16, 17 counties. Uh, what will this new space enable you to do to further expand your scope? Well, we do serve 17 county area, and, and as, as not only in Athens continues to grow, but these counties around us grow, they they will have additional space, additional capacity to help serve the needs of these areas. Um, we've uh, as as we grow, we want to make sure that we're you know we're, we're able to accept patients that from some of these other hospitals around us that might not have the ability or capacity to handle for certain types of patients and. We're going to make sure that we're, we're able to serve and be, be there for the region as well, locally. Which brings us to, uh, Michael Burnett, a, a conversation that we've had, obviously, for several months now. Concerns about capacity at Piedmont Athens Regional, St. Mary's, other hospitals around us uh, the, with the impact of coronavirus. There, there are those reports that are still out there. They still pop up from time to time uh, that may or may not be misleading. You tell me about the impact of the virus uh, specifically on ICU. Now, my understanding is that, yes... Uh, ICU and, and hospital capacity in general, much like a hotel capacity in general, fluctuates over the course of a given year. Sometimes you're busier than other times, and sometimes it has nothing to do, in the case of the hospitals, nothing to do or very little to do with coronavirus. ICU can be busy and has been busy and has been filled long before coronavirus was a thing. So what is the nature of this thing now? You're exactly right, Tim. And we've seen uh, initially when, when we first uh, started dealing with the pandemic, ICU capacity and ventilators were the concern. Uh, that has significantly changed over the course of how we treat our patients. We're, we've admitted less, uh, more, less patients into our ICUs as we're treating them more on the floors. Uh, there's some uh, drugs like remdesivir, um, how we, um, high oxygen flow, steroids, um, that are, uh, are, we realize we don't have to use ICU beds. We don't have to put these patients on ventilators. And so we're seeing a lot less of that. So the demand from on ICU beds from a COVID standpoint has diminished. However, we, we're still, um, as you pointed out, have always had ICU capacity uh, that we fluctuates up and down with all the other uh, issues that we deal with non-related to COVID, and we continue to manage that. I want to make sure I understand and get you to reemphasize a point you just made there. And first of all, make sure I got it right. Uh, you may be on a given day in a given week still receiving a, a number of coronavirus patients. It may equal what we saw earlier in the year or not. But I think the point I heard you just make was some of those folks who, I don't know, in, in April, May, June, who might have been going to ICU now because of medications and different treatments, uh, they're not going 
going to ICU. They're getting treatment elsewhere in the hospital. Did I get that right? Yeah, you're exactly right. And, you know, we will continuously, there are some that are very sick that will we'll do that. But the percentage of patients that we put in ICU uh, that are COVID-related has, has continues to, to to diminish, as well as our mortality rate as well. We're seeing improvements in mortality rates as well. Uh, which is obviously the ultimate uh, good data point. We're glad to hear that. Uh, so when we read some of these headlines, as we do, as we have over the last few months, about uh, there's a word for it. When, when your hospital is filled and uh, patients are taken to other hospitals, the word escapes me now, but that word gets tossed around a lot and people get concerned when they see it. Uh, that also, uh, moving patients from one hospital to another because of capacity issues, that also is not, at least I'm led to understand, <clears throat> not an uncommon development in the hospital business. Correct, and, and, and I believe you're referring to diversion status. Diversion, thank you, yes. And, uh, yeah, and when we go on diversion, it's a communication tool for our EMS providers and these, when I mentioned this, the 17-county area that we serve, it's, it's a let them know that we are, are reaching capacity or at capacity. Um, however, if an if a ambulance or a patient walks into the ER, we do not turn them away. We, uh, we still um, have uh, capacity management that we can, uh, uh, in the daily flow of our patients, find places for them. But at the same time, if, if uh, you know, and, and this, is, this is something that's diminished as well, we were getting requests from across the state as far as South Georgia to accept patients uh, earlier on. And, and we want to let those providers know that if we are at capacity, that, that we want them to, to look to other areas, such as our other PMI facilities in Atlanta, that, that had capacity at the time. Um, we've seen that diminish as well with, uh, with, with, uh, over the past few months. And finally, quickly, I'll let you go on this one, and I can anticipate the answer, but I'll let you give it anyway. You don't have a crystal ball. You don't know where we're going with this. No, no, we don't, but we, you know, we're coming off a, a second wave. If you follow the DPH website of corona uh, uh, cases, our census mirrors that, and so we're, we're at a good point right now. However, we, 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 are, we are anticipating a third wave. Um, we, who knows, right or wrong, but, but uh, we're, we're going to be ready and prepared for that. We continue to look at our capacity management, uh, overflow options if we need. Uh, if we do get, uh, see a third wave, we're going to be ready for it. Uh, Doc, uh, Michael Burnett, CEO, Piedmont Athens Regional Medical Center. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.